What is up, folks? We're here with another Weebaholic podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. But today, we're not talking about anime and that nerd stuff. We are talking about basketball, hoops, all that good stuff. Combo, introduce yourself to the people. My name is Andrew Combo Salaf. I'm the host of Combo's Court Podcast. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just here to talk basketball. <laughs> you know, Chris, uh, Chris usually tunes into my uh, Friday Night Live show with, with P. Mm-hmm. Um, calls to through the wire so you know he's always engaging and it's always good to have him you know tuned in and, and it's good to be here thanks for coming on thanks for coming on so tell me how do you get into basketball like you know what age or you know your, your whole story if you can basically so i'm interested yeah you know i grew up in riverdale in the bronx and um you know the minute i touched the basketball the minute i started playing like i kind of became it, it was just all about basketball like everything and it's still like that to this day obviously not a the playing level as much anymore, but you know, I, I talk about it more now. Um, so yeah, just every day, just tried to find ways to become a better player growing up in Riverdale and then venturing out and playing all over New York city, you know, and um, New York city was an interesting place to grow up playing basketball. It's probably one of the best places. Cause you had, you know, summer tournaments everywhere and basically everybody plays basketball where I'm from, you know, there's a basketball court wherever you go. Yeah, I, so, I played in uh, Dick, uh, Dickman my sophomore. Dykeman, Dykeman. Dykeman, Dykeman. I was getting, and I played yeah. in the, the, the environment. Is, exactly. Not, like, I'm, you know, I live in the DMV. There. I think we have a pretty good sports area or whatever. No, I, I've been to DMV. I worked out in the Laurel. You ever, you ever heard of the Laurel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 like, yeah. I think Wise up there. I think the math is around that area. Kind yeah, I've never of, been to the Matha, but I definitely worked out in the Laurel um, when I was playing overseas. I, I came back and worked out with some friends at DC and actually recently just visited a friend and worked out in the Laurel just for fun. Just got some shots up. But yeah, man, you know, just growing up in New York City was all about basketball. I uh, went to prep school. You know, um, I actually, uh, after my high school experience, I went to junior college, was an all-region player there and um, just thought that maybe the four-year experience wasn't for me. So I started playing in the minor leagues like, you know, the ABA which was a, a good league back then. It was a little bit better before the G League was really up and rolling. Like, they had the G League, but it wasn't as solidified. So all the other minor leagues were big, you know, like they had USBL and ABA and CBA. And I don't know if the CBA was still around, but I played in the ABA for a year. And then I went over – then a, an agent got some of my film, and he brought me to Israel, played in Israel. And then I uh, played there for many years, played a year in Denmark. So, yeah, that's the abbreviated story, man. And if yeah. you have any questions from that, I'm, you know. Yeah, guys, I got some. So, a lot of people look down at Juco for whatever reason. When it's like, like, you know, from last chance, you, you saw that, like, a lot of players who play Juco aren't. What a, what a great show, right? Yeah, it was a great show. I enjoyed it. I mean, Joe's yeah. crazy. It's kind of funny to see Joe from, like. Skilled, though. Guy is skilled. skilled. Yeah. Reminds me of Julius. Julius Randle. A little bit. A little bit. Julius Randle. So, like. How was the Jugo experience for you? Was it like a last chance you think, or was it completely different? Well, it was in New York, so it was different. But, yeah, there was definitely some similarities. Um, yeah, definitely, you know. There was a lot of similarities to last chance you. You know, you know a lot of guys who could really hoop. Um, you know, we traveled places. Like, we traveled to places like Idaho and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my first time traveling to play basketball, so that was good. It was a good overall experience. I was actually there – well, two years, but a year in between, I hurt my knee. So I, w- I spent a good amount of time, like, in Juco. So, uh, yeah, man. And then I just ended up playing professionally after that. But it was a good experience. Yeah, it was a little bit like a last chance you. Okay, you know? okay. That's it. And I wanted to ask this because I think this is something that you and Pete both talk about, like, with, like, the ball's life. What is one thing you think, like, I guess kids in my, like, generation or players, like, one thing you think was something, like, 
do you think the media pressure is like too overhyped? Like, you know, every every kid that's six nine with a seven foot wingspan is getting compared to KD. I, like, I remember Perry Jones watching his mixtape next KD. That's true. Gates, next KD. Man, his his mixtapes were really Crazy. good. Though, one Perry one of the best mixtapes I ever seen. Or yeah, Dennis yeah. Smith the next Derrick Rose. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think like yeah. outlets like Ball is Life and like do you think they they hurt like you know kids? coming so too much pressure or do you think well as long as the people guiding them are you know also telling them that there's more to the game than those highlights and you have to be good at the fundamentals before we get to that level you know and just really focus on the basics over and over again all the greatest players focus on the most basic stuff over and over and over and over again you know i, I know kobe talked about that all the time rest in peace kobe but sure. you know there's a lot of stuff you know it's interesting like you see all these crazy workouts uh you know on instagram and youtube and it's okay to do some of that stuff for, you know, some of the outlandish stuff for like maybe a few minutes of your workout. But if you're doing that for the whole workout, you know, it's like you got to focus on the basics as well. So I, I know it hurts it, but, you know, it's the generation we live in. Like everybody's trying to get clicks and likes and those highlights get clicks and likes. So as long as you understand that's not the whole game, it's just part of the game. I, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's fun, you know. Yeah, exactly. It brings height and a lot more attention because correct me if I'm wrong, but like maybe back in your day, like, a lot of players, like, unless you do, like, maybe the top, top, like, you know, Lenny, Lenny Cook and LeBron, like, them, yeah. them type of dudes. Or, Lenny, Lenny been on my show, actually. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Shout out to him. Le- legend, under, underrated legend, because nobody. Definitely. Nobody so, like, unless you were the top, top, you didn't get a lot of, like, you no know, media, you know, outlook or whatever. So, maybe, like, your senior year or something like that. So, I, do, I do think it helps with, you know, getting offers and stuff like that. So, you think social media is beneficial? I think yeah. if it's used for the right way, it can be. Like, definitely, with anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody has their own outlet. So if you're good enough, it's kind of easier to get seen. I think even back then, if you were good enough, eventually, you know, things would happen for you, especially if you showed yourself and went to go places to to play. Um, You know, you're eventually going to get noticed if you're good enough. But Mm -hmm. I guess that outlet is even quicker now. You know, if somebody has game, it's going to get out there quicker because everybody has a video camera. So, yeah, I think it's great for exposure and not only basketball and whatever you do. Exactly, exactly. Like, I remember one tournament, this is when I first moved to uh, Maryland, I was playing with uh, King Durant, his age or whatever, and this was, this was this was when I was 13 or whatever, we're over here, like, I remember many of my teammates just getting offers by, thir- just because of, like, you no, know, everybody has, you know, a phone or a camera or something like that, so I think it does, like, so a lot of people do, you know, use it for their benefit and stuff like that, so. No, I agree. I think it could be great. I mean, social media is like anything else. You know, there's good parts about it and there's not so good parts about it. But as long as you put out great stuff and you're, you know, you're highlighting yourself, I think it's all good. For sure, for sure. So my next question, this is something like I'll, I would to know. Anyway. What do you think is the difference between high school ball and college ball? Like the, intens- I, you know, the intensity, of course. Like what is the workouts like? Because, you know, yeah. you know some stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's uh, for the most part, it's – more it's more rigid like there's going to be a lot more running there's going to be a lot more conditioning i know high school i know high school conditioning could be tough at a lot of schools but college is just like i would even say that they probably over condition at times like it it gets it gets really crazy you know um i think you know even at the college of i think sometimes they should focus a little bit more on skill development and maybe tone it down a little bit with the conditioning but man it's just a lot of running like you know and obviously you know kids are stronger so if you're coming in there you know, as a 17 or 18 year old kid, you're playing against 22 year olds, you know, so yeah. it's a huge difference in speed and strength and skill. And you're, you're kind of getting into an adult's game at that point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I want to ask you about this media topic that everybody's been talking about. The, the Blake Griffin, Stephen A type of thing. Like, I've really been interested in it because 
I watched P, shout out to P, his YouTube video about it. And just shout out to P, for sure. Just my thoughts, like, how do you, it's, it's kind of hypocritical to me. I want you, like, so we value championships and we value players wanting to win because I guess that's the ultimate goal. And you want them to win championships. Or if they don't win championships, they're not a great player or they're not looked at. Like, you know, like Carl Malone, he was one of the best players in the 80s, 90s for a long period of time. But because he won a champ, they don't never won a championship, he's not looked at on the same level as maybe like a Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett because they have chips or something like that. So do you, and then how do you feel about like, you know, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge going to the Nets, even though they are in the, like the backside of their stage, they still can help. Yeah. It's, a, it's interesting. I think, you know, well, first of all, you can't blame the Nets. They're just trying to get the best players possible and get the most yeah. depth possible within the rules. So you can't really blame them. Um, our, it's going to be interesting to see if we look back and see if all championships are created equal in our eyes. Like maybe over time, KD's championships will, will mean a lot to us. We won't look at all the specifics or the details. We'll just be like two-time champion, you know, maybe like 20 years from now. Or maybe we will look back like, oh, he joined the 73 and 10. So it depends on how you look at it like that. But, you know, LaMarcus could have went to a place probably where he could have played a little bit. Like more, Miami. Right? Exactly. Miami. Like, awesome. So that was interesting. I mean, he could have got a little bit bigger of a role with maybe a little bit less a chance of winning a championship, but it was maybe betting more on yourself, you know? Um, yeah, man, I'm not, I mean, look, it, it's there just, you know, it's every individual decision to do what they want to do. And I'm not mad at Blake. Blake was like, Hey, they were, they said I sucked about like, uh, now like, like now great. But you know, they were basically, but from the, you know, from, I guess from the fans and the media point of view, they were saying, you're not as good as you used to be. You're not the Blake Griffin we know, but obviously you're great. If you're the eighth man, if you're the eighth best player. So yeah, I, I guess I, I understand his point. And I understand the media and fan side. So, you know, I understand both sides. So I'm not mad at anybody. Everybody's just doing what they can to win a championship. But the te- on the team side, they're just trying to get the best players possible. So. Exactly. So like, I think something you brought was interesting was, like, the fact that like, I know in the 50s, 60s, before, we came and watched some of their tape, but, like, the, the Celtics with Bill Russell and Havlicek, I think, and some other players, Sam Jones. Like, you, could, you could watch it. I think it just – you got to yeah. really look for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's not a move. But, um, you know, <laughs> players from the 50s, 60s have eight Hall of Famers, but, you know, we don't look at like look at it like that. Yeah. Um, so and, there just, was, and there was, like, less than – what? How many teams? Eight, there, nine teams. Yeah, like, less like than ten teams. teams. Yeah, yeah something like that. So, it's like – it's all about perspective and if we actually go back and do history. And, and to the players, and, you know, to those players, they didn't have a choice to play in a 30-team league, so it's not their fault, you know. They're just exactly. playing, you know, it's just playing with who's in front of them. So. Exactly. So now I have three players that I think are interesting, and I just wanted to get your opinion, and I've seen a lot about this. So you had your man on Manny, Manny, who – That's my great, guy. I saw him yesterday. I followed him. Great dude. Uh, Hooper, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Had some great take. Interesting takes. And I wanted to talk about Wiggins, right? Andrew Wiggins gets called a bust all over the NBA, YouTube, and I don't believe he's a bust. If you can get a career for longer than 10 years, you're not a bust. I, I, I agree. I would agree with you 100%. I think Manny wouldn't agree with us, though. Yeah, because, I mean, he was compared to Tracy McGrady, LeBron. Like, if he wasn't less than probably Michael Jordan, he was not going to live up to expectations. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I'm, with, I'm with you. I don't think that's a – I don't think Andrew Wiggins or Lonzo Ball – yeah. Especially Lonzo Ball. I mean, he's still really young. He's yeah, like, uh, what, 15, 5, and 5 on 40% from three? That's- yeah, I mean, he's a productive NBA player. He's actually a good NBA player, and he's going to come. He's gonna become a very good NBA player. And so. still, like, like I, I look at players like Chauncey Billups. Like, yeah. he, I think his first few years, seven years, he didn't really go the way he was in the Pistons to Nuggets. But, like, when he found the right situation, 
he adapted and then they went. Yeah, I, I remember with the Celtics, like he wasn't even getting the right opportunity, you know? Yeah, that's an interesting one. There was a lot of, so I just feel like there's a lot of like, I, I didn't get into basketball really until 2015, but I, you know, went back, like, I mean, the Wiggins hype was insane, like coming out of what, Kansas, right? Kansas, yep. Kansas, Kansas yep. and he was compared to Tracy McGrady, LeBron, he's supposed to be all the like the, the Canadian LeBron, right? Yeah, exactly. And then it's just like, I thought he was going to be a superstar. His third year, averaging 25, it was like kind of efficient. I don't really remember exact splits, but it's kind of efficient. So it is a little disheartening, but he's playing really good for Golden State. Like, he is. Really, really. He is. So it's not really. No, nah, I, I definitely wouldn't call either of those guys a bust. Yeah, I've seen it over the internet. I'm just like. No shade to this YouTuber. I've seen it over the internet many times. I guess if you look at, for any opinion on the internet, you're going to find it either one way or the other about a player, right? That's true. That is very true. So this is the same team, actually, which is funny. There is so much Steph Curry slander. I don't get it. Really? Um, yes. It's like all – I guess it's like YouTube. Maybe he's just um, – I'm not a Warriors fan, but I'm on NBA YouTube, so it's like it's, I guess it's everywhere. So – People are saying that Curry, he's not, he can't carry a team. He's just a shooter. This is ridiculous stuff. And I just don't, like, his team isn't built for him to be successful. This team isn't built to be successful. He's been hurt. Draymond Green's clearly deteriorating. I think Wiseman's not getting enough playing time, honestly. I love Wiseman. I compare him to Stoudemire or slash Chris Bosh. I don't know if you think that's whatever. But I think he has potential. So I just don't get how, like, Curry is just, they're just blank. Like, they're, they're saying Curry can't carry like LeBron. Yeah, I mean, you can't compare everybody to LeBron. Like, I understand what they're saying. If LeBron was on that team, he'd be able to carry them a little, like, further. But that's that should be no slight against Steph. I mean, Steph has changed the game of basketball maybe even more than LeBron. So, yeah. I mean, it's, Steph will probably be considered, you know, a top 10 player one day, you know. So, uh, yeah, I don't understand the slander. I mean, he's just a different player than LeBron, you know. He's just yeah, he's a just, player. And I just feel like, I don't know, like, Curry's slick old. Like, he's, he's 34. Like, I feel I like if this, if this team doesn't... No, no, he's not 34 yet. He's 34. He just turned 34. Curry's 34? Yes. I, I feel like if this team doesn't get it, like, if Clay doesn't come back, he might request a trade, I think. I think. I'm personally. looking this up about stuff. I, I swear I think Curry's 34. I looked the other day. I might be tripping. He might be 33. But he's in his mid-30s. He's 33. He's 33. All oh, right. I he, he's 34. It, it's close, though. It's close. Yeah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. But... Yeah, if you, do you feel like if play doesn't do you feel like Curry will ever request a trade? I could see it. I mean, he might want to win another championship, but I think it's going to be tough there. So if he wants to win a judge, honestly, like me personally, I think that the Warriors really are, are done. You know, they're far away from. Yeah. I think their time is done. To be honest, um, unfortunately, because they were such a great team, but they're just not the same team as they. It just happens so fast, they, and it's not even about KD leaving. Like their whole team yeah. is different. Like all those role players aren't Bro, the same. Livingston, Barbosa, Spain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, who else was? Bogut was there. I mean, Bogut. Andre uh, Guadala. Yeah. I remember Professor Azili. I actually loved Professor Azili, and he was cool in two K. So. <laughs> he was cool. Like, like I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I, I just think you know, and Clay is great, but. You know, it takes you. It usually takes you about a year to get back to where you were. You know, especially with two. I mean, he had two of the worst injuries back to back. ACL so. and Achilles, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we got to see all that. But yeah, I just don't think they have. It's going to be tough for them to win a championship if, uh, unless they get some kind of crazy trade or free agency. Yeah. And, I'm praying that like. And Draymond's I'm, not. And Draymond's not the same shooter he used to be either. Yeah, yeah. I remember his best season. Like 
2015-16, shooting like probably what, almost 40% from three? Was yeah, yeah. So three. their team is just totally different yeah. now. So uh, for him to win a championship, I think he is going to have to leave, to be honest. Honestly, I, I agree too. But he might just be the type of dude. Maybe, sh- maybe Charlotte one day. Go back home. Yeah, go back. Oh, I no, think- he's pretty- oh, no, he's Cleveland. He's uh, Ohio. He, no, he was born in Ohio, but raised in Charlotte. Okay, okay. Yeah. So either one. Maybe, yeah. maybe they uh, bring a super team together at one of those places. Yeah, him and so. LeBron meet back up in Cleveland. No, I don't think so. I don't think LeBron's leaving LA. I don't. I, he might go like do like a thing where it's not a ten. Got space. Point. He got Space Jam coming up. He's not leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think he's gonna leave LA. But I could see Curry just being like, "I want three. I can stay here. Whatever. Like it's not like he's he seems like the type of dude too. Same. Yeah. I mean, look, Dame Lillard never leaves, right? Yeah. That's, I don't think I don't think Trubert is going. He's, he's built. He's built different. That guy's yeah, built yeah. different. It's sad to see how like not everybody can win a championship, obviously, but like. No, well, why can't we, why 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 can't we just appreciate it even if you yeah exactly win? exactly like everybody can't win a, like you know there's gonna be one team wins every year one team exactly it's like yeah. scientifically possible for nobody everybody to win yeah exactly yeah. so I and then I I could see like I really want the Warriors to get Cade man I thought the Warriors should took Lamelo I really did. I like I love Wiseman but I really thought they should took Lamelo like well Wiseman made Wiseman made sense in terms of fit yeah. you know. Because they, they didn't have, a, like, a legit big man at that yeah. time. And, they you know, they obviously had Dre and Steph. They had, they had Chris, but I don't know if you want Chris starting. And, and Clay, Clay was actually hurt a few days before the draft, right? Yeah, that's true. That's, no, yeah, Clay got hurt, like, the day before the draft, something like that. Maybe. So, yeah, I mean, they probably had their eyes set on this kid, and they figured that, you know, he was a different position from, you know, Steph and Dre and he just – and um and Clay. You know, yeah. they probably just didn't want to draft a guard. And yeah, James was the best big man, you know. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And my last player, um, I think y'all talked about him a lot on uh, – y'all talk about his team a lot on like, uh, Friday Night Live. How do you feel about Porzingis? I don't know if he's been stepping up because I'm not, like, always watching the match. I like Porzingis a lot. Like, I think he – I think if he gets back to where he was, which I think he can, and a lot of people don't agree with me. Like, a lot of people don't think he'll ever come back the same, but I think he has a chance. I think he's still young. And, man, they're a championship contender if he could become, uh, you know – Back to come old like Nick's like KP, you yeah. know, yeah. and he's even stronger now, so he could even become better than that. Um, they got JJ Reddick. I, I don't know if he really wants to be there, I think he wants to be in the Northeast, mm-hmm. but I think he's another great fit. He's like, he's like what they had with Seth Curry last year, like, or like yeah, like, I think they're contenders, and there's a lot of teams that are contenders because who knows what teams are going to be healthy when it's all said and done. So, a lot of these teams are like Utah is doing all the right things. Like, I, I think don't look if, at Utah as a contender, like, uh, yeah, no, well. If all teams are full strength, no. But if they just stay consistent and then, you know, maybe some of these teams don't reach what their full strength is, they yeah. could sneak one, you know. Like the Lakers hurt. Paul George is yeah. always in that hurt type exactly. of thing. So, exactly. Like, you know, I don't think they have the highest ceiling out of all the teams now. Nah, like, I mean, Sixers, Nets, Clippers, Lakers could probably all beat them. Yeah. But you never know, you know, if you just stay consistent, you stay healthy, you never know what could happen. I think they're putting themselves in a good position just in case. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, shout out to the Jazz for that. That playing story, that was crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. But I think I think the Mavericks, I don't I think I was talking about this. Do you think they rushed their process too much? I don't think so. Why so? I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean I'm saying like it's been argued that should they like just wait? I don't know. People have argued that. I don't, I don't know. What, what young players did they trade away to rush the process, though? I don't know. People just said they gave away a lot of – because remember when Porzingis was really, really bad, and people were saying they, they traded too many picks for him, and he's oh. – like that type I, of thing. I think – I mean, I think when you, when you could get it like an – like he's 
he's an all NBA player. When you could get one of those guys, like fully healthy, I think, you know, and when you could get one of those guys, you get him because I don't, you know, you don't always have a chance to get him. And that's how you win championships with two top guys, at least, you know, that's how you, that's the formula. You don't see, you don't, you don't see a lot of champions that don't have two all NBA guys, all NBA. The last one, what, the Pistons 2003? Pistons, I think the Spurs, when, like, Tim Duncan was on his way out, you know, 14, like, 14. yeah, like, when, when those guys were all older, they were Their ball that. movement was insane. That, and they were yeah, motivated. Yeah, and Kawhi was really good, so. Yeah, and they were motivated to beat the Heat that year off of what happened in 2013. Yeah, Pistons is a good example. Like, the Heat could, the, the Heat had somewhat of a chance to pull that kind of win off last year. And I just think that series, D-Wade was one leg, Bosh was banged up a little bit you know i think the lakers would have won anyway but the heat if they were fully healthy for last year they would it would have been a better series you know like oh, they oh, I'm talking about 2014 no no I, yeah no, i'm just saying oh. like a team that might not have like oh, yeah, a oh, top okay. 10 play like jimmy's close to a top 10 player though but you know it's uh they didn't it's have arguable. like it's arguable. It's arguable where Jimmy. yeah exactly yeah, exactly so so now i have three teams that i really like you talk about y'all talk about them a lot but i just want to talk to you about you told me you don't think the Bucks, or I think you might have said this. You you don't think the Bucks are contenders? Not really. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with the Utah with the Jazz. Like if, if but they, to me, they're not on the same level as Sixers and the Nets. Me personally, I, I can see the net. I can see them being the Nets. Really? Fully straight with KD. If Drew, if they had a different coach, maybe because I feel like the way they well, they've, been, they've been making more adjustments this year. Yeah, I just feel like. Trying to ISO Giannis at the top of the key. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's been – it's, it's, it's way too schemable. It's too predictable. Yeah, yeah they never like, made enough adjustments. You're right. It's like – if you correct me if I'm wrong, but the way – from what I've – the games I have seen and watching breakdowns and stuff, they're not really using Drew Holiday the way they were using, like, New Orleans Drew type of thing. Right. You that's mean you want, you want him initiating more offense. Exactly. I don't want Chris Miller. Because he's a, he's a good passer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like if they had – I don't think Bud is personally – I think he's a good coach. He – Elevates what is it? Elevates your floor, but yeah, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't like get you to like champ, like champion. Like he's like the Mark Jackson. Then you go get a Steve Kerr type of thing. Yeah, like, but I thought Mark Jackson did a good job. Yeah, I think he should be in the NBA still. I do too. I was just using you know example. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I understand, so, but no, I don't think they're on the level of the Sixers or the Nets. And I don't even. I, that would be a good series with them and the Jazz. I don't even know who's better between them. That'd be a good series. I think the Jazz. I think the Bucks are better than the Jazz. I don't think they'll ever play that series this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. But if because I think Giannis is so much better than Mitchell. Oh, yeah, we, definitely. I mean, yeah. look, Jazz, Jazz got to beat you by a committee. I don't think you beat. I don't. I mean, I don't think the Jazz win if they're going ISO ball with Donovan. Like they got to beat you as a team. You know. Donovan what six and one? Donovan. They said Donovan. He's probably a little taller than that. I think you're thinking of, uh, Davion Mitchell. Oh my God, Baylor! <laughs> I might be. I'm watching some hoop, a college. Show. So, so you, so you don't think the Bucks are championship contenders because of Giannis's game? Of how the way yeah, Giannis I do. think they're just too schemable, you know, in the playoffs, and they haven't proved different yet. Every year, it's the same thing, you know. Giannis, they've run to that wall literally and, fi- and figuratively, yeah, exactly. you know. So, do you think? Do you think the Bucks' issues, like, do you think it's a fault in Giannis that his his skill hasn't developed, or do you think? That is just like that's just how he is. Like they have to get better personnel. Yeah, they got to do some different things on offense, like you said. You know, they got. Oh, have seen more as the five. You got PJ Tucker now. Have him set just off ball screens, on ball screens. Uh, yeah, you got to move Giannis around the chessboard more. You know, you can't just have 
him with the basketball and everybody's wall. His ball, head, his ball handling is good for like regular season, like, you know, getting to the rim. But like his ball handling isn't KD. It's not Kyrie. Yeah. And another thing is, is like in the half court when the shot clock is running down, it's not like a guy who gets to his like mid range officially, like, like Kawhi like, or KD, you know? George. It, so, I mean, but, but Chris Middleton is that guy. So that really. <laughs> I don't, I don't like Chris Middleton on that contract isn't one set. But he is a guy that could get you a bucket with the, in the half court. You know, like, he's important to have. And Drew is another guy. But, yeah, they don't have, like, a true yeah, – uh, I, I really wish they would, if they would have got Chris Paul, I would have bucked it. I would have been like – yeah, I would have been like – Yeah, yeah. No, Chris Paul would have been great there. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, it would have been an adjustment for, for Giannis, too, with Chris Paul because Chris Paul has the ball in his hands all the time. That would have been a great adjustment because Chris Paul, Giannis pick and roll. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It might, but it might have took some time to get that chemistry together. You're right, you're right, you're right. So if the Bucks were to get the, the Nets or the Sixers, would you be, like, totally shocked? Like, a, fully, a fully healthy Nets and Sixers? Fully healthy Sixers. The Nets is I mean, I would be – I would be – yeah, I would – yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. The Sixers are different. Ben Simmons is my favorite player in the NBA, so Sixers Yeah, are I just – you know, look, man, the Sixers got so much talent because they got two top-end talented players, and Tobias is – Playing like you know, he's playing like an all star this year. Then you have Doc Rivers, who's really doing a great job. Yeah, Dwight, Dwight, Maxie, yeah, yeah, no, he's doing a good job of putting those pieces in place. And Daryl Morey, you know, also did a great job of roster construction. So I think all those things combined with jo- and Joel playing at MVP level, which hopefully he can get back to. I think like winning a championship is a combination of so many things, and I think they have that combination. So do you so, think the Sixers don't get well? No, they ain't on the second round, it's a, it's a disappointment, but it, they don't get. Tomo, you there? Froze. What happened? Is my Wi-Fi went out? <laughs> yeah, Yo, you got cut off. I don't even know what happened. Internet connection, my bad. But um, I was going to say, I'm going to have to edit that. But um, do you think if they don't get out the least, if they don't get, get at least a Eastern Conference Finals, do you think it's a disappointing season? For sure. For the whole box? No, for the... um. For the Sixers, because he was talking about them for a little bit. The Bucks, the Nets for sure. I mean, the Nets for sure and the Sixers. Yeah, I think those four teams, they got to they gotta get there. It's a disappointing season. Even the Celtics, but it doesn't look like they're going in the right direction. Yeah, so. Celtics have been so disappointed. And I don't, oh, gosh. Yeah. But I was never high on them. Like, you could look back at old podcasts. I never really expected what other people expected from them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Their bench depth, yeah, their, their bench depth is terrible. Like yeah, Jeff T, Jeff and who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Big now, Robert and what is the same? The same I mean, they lost. They lost. They lost Tice. I don't know. Tulosia. They got um. They got what's his name? Who's with the Kardashians? Humphreys? No, no. No. Oh my God. Uh, Thompson. Tristan. He played for the Cavs. Tristan. 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 Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I don't think that's going well there. So Tristan, I don't know. He's okay. I mean, I don't know his. That's messed yeah. up. Shouts to Tristan. I didn't mean to rem- yeah, not remember yeah, his name. No, I, I compared you to Chris Humphreys. Tristan used to be a dog. Yeah, edit, edit that. Edit that for me. Yeah, edit that yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you, so, so like I said, what do I say? If the Sixers don't get to the conference finals, do you think they trade? They trade Benner and B? Oh, man. I think they're going to get to the conference finals. And me personally, I said, look, I said this year they should have traded them and, see, and make sure they see how it goes. And I think it's going well. Yeah. So I don't want to – I wouldn't trade either one of them. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to see either of them trade. I want to see them make it work together. I do too. And they're showing they could play – they're showing they could play at a high level with both of them. So 
Ben, I don't want to see that ever player and be top playing like the MVP when he was healthy. So, but Jokic stole that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, my next team for you, the Suns. This is everybody's team. Are they contenders? They're kind of like in that jazz, uh, that jazz level where they're doing all the right things, and then they could. But I don't think they could beat teams when they're at their. You know, I don't think they could beat the Lakers if they're, you know, fully healthy and fully ready to go. And I think it's the same thing if they got to the finals with the Nets of the Sixers. I don't think they're beating either of those teams. Yeah, I think so, uh, that would just be that would just be like tremendous. I think it could. I mean, I think it could be a good series against the, the Sixers. Mm-hmm. But who's what are they going to do with Embiid? Aiden, we get killed. Aiden's getting killed. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like Embiid's a problem for it. Embiid's a problem for the Nets too. I mean, Embiid's a problem for everybody if he's healthy. Yeah, I know. Pisa, he got a Sixers beating the uh, the Nets. Would Would you? Uh, I like that. I've always liked this. I like the Sixers every year. So, and I like them even better this year. You know, last year was you know Ben got hurt in the bubble. It was just the bubble was just crazy for for everybody. So that was just like yeah. So I, I liked them last year. I liked them last year, and I even liked them more this year because you know the roster construction and obviously Embiid's even playing at a higher level and. You know, Ben's playing great. Ben's playing like all defensive, you know, like all basically defensive player of the year, unless him or Gobert. I think it's Ben because the, he, vers- the versatility, the versatility. You, can, you can't well, play Ben out of a series. Well, yeah, especially in the – he's he's more valuable on defense, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, so, you can't beat him out of you – know. you can't pick and roll him out of a series because he could guard legit one. Big men usually win defensive play – big men usually win defensive player of the year because they're usually anchoring a defense. You know, they're in every play. Yeah. So and, and it's deep. hard for like a guard to win it. But Ben's like I think Ben's a session because he's a you know six ten guard. Sure, that's, true. Five, that's true. But he well, he mostly guards he mostly guards the perimeter, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I agree. But the Suns, I feel like I don't know. Like they're the second seed, but like this this season's been so crazy that I I can see them go out the first one. I can see them going to the least conference finals, maybe. Because it's just like the, the standings don't show how good the teams really are type of thing for how good, for the way yeah. the season is. So I want to say continues. I love Devin Booker. He's been stuck on Phoenix when they were trash. When he was putting up seven, he put up 70, it's still losing. Like, I love Devin. I want him to be, but yeah, Devin's good. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I think the, to me, the legit, to be the legit contenders are the Sixers, the Nets, Lakers, Clippers, and both, and both, and on the lower, I mean, and Lakers for sure, and then on the lower end of that, I'd say the Clippers. I think know? the Clippers, I think the Clippers healthy could get the Lakers a, a seven game. I really could. I really, they got the pick up a Rondo. Yeah, pick up a Rondo. They we'll don't see, have. We'll see if it's playoff Rondo or not. Yeah, but they got Ibaka. I don't, he's not stopping eighty. Nobody is, but that's better. You know, eighty plays ten minutes at time, so you know, rim protect, better rim yeah. protection. So, well, AD plays. Uh, he plays pretty well in the in the playoffs, though. That's true. Especially as a second yeah. guy. Especially as a second guy, you know? Yeah, AD. Uh, so I could see it going seven, but if the Lakers lost to Clippers, that would be kind of – Look, AD benefits because Le- Le- LeBron gets so much attention. So, yeah, I mean, AD's going to benefit. That's true. Now we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum. Probably the worst team in the league. Well, I got two, two. The Rockets, how do you feel about the Rockets? Like, are they just a dumpster fire? I, I No, I like I, – I, I love Christian Woods game, and I love KPJ, and I think – I think KPJ has the potential to be like a top ten, top five scorer one day. Me personally, like mm-hmm. I think he has all the tools. Uh, that, I know that sounds crazy that now, but crazy. You trade a second round pick, and he, he gets that potential. 
I know he was dealing with off the court stuff. And Christian Wood, uh, yeah, Christian Christian Wood's an All Star level player. I mean, he proved yeah. it this year. He just got hurt early. You know, he had the he had the chance to become All Star this year. So I don't think they're a complete dumpster fire. I just like to see them get like a nice draft pick, one of those guys in the top five, and then build from there. No, I don't I'm, think. I mean, I think people say that way because yeah. Harden trade because like you really didn't really get. Yeah, what could you do, man? That was. I mean, Harden put them in a tough situation. So, yeah. but I'm just saying there were reports. I don't know if it's true, but they were saying. They were saying they could have got Ben, but you could have got Ben and you didn't. Yeah, they, they, that's true. That's true. I mean, they could have got Ben for Harden. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, Ben's a big, Ben's a, a, a bigger asset than anybody they have on that team. So, which is I mean, that would have been Kelly Olynyk now and uh, Avery Bradley. So, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, I don't know. Like that means they got some. That means they might not lose as much as they want now. So they yeah, might. Yeah, not, they got decent. They might they not got, get those. Their team is weird because their team isn't bad guys. It's just. They don't feel like they belong as a team. fit. Like it's just weird, you know. Is like, the Marcus is the Marcus signing somewhere? Clippers. That's what I heard, right? He signed to Clippers. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. If he. That's interesting. Yeah. Ron, Rondo and uh, Boogie will go from both LA teams. That's interesting. So, other team you've been talking about, you talk about Anthony Edwards a lot. Timberwolves. You think their future is bright? You think Cat needs to be traded? I know Pete talks about Cat needs to be traded like all the time. Do you agree with that? I, I need to know. Uh, nah, I would be, I would try to make it work with Cat. Maybe for Cat, it's better that he gets traded, you know. Yeah. But uh, if I was if I was the Timberwolves, I would try to make it work because I think he's you know I think he's a generational talent and you got to see. I think he's on a pretty good timeline with Anthony Edwards, even though he's a little bit older. Yeah, like twenty-five. Um, think, Not that old. Yeah, I like Beasley. I think he has to, you know. He has to learn to work with his teammates a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, he's not really – What did you say? We haven't seen D'Lo this year, so. Exactly. So, uh, if they could get, like, Cade Cunningham, oh, like I said, that's what I everybody wants. That. I would love that for him. I love Cade. But love Anthony him. Edwards, like, I was telling everybody, this guy has the highest ceiling in the draft. And I guess you could argue now looking at LaMelo does, but I think Anthony Edwards – I think that still might be my opinion yeah. even as of now because – He's just a different level athlete. He could get his shot off effortlessly. And I knew NBA Spacer would be better, you know, really benefit him, which it has, you know. And uh, it was somewhat of a slow start, but man, he's really showing crazy flashes now. Yeah, at times, it actually looked like, look like a good team at times. It's just putting it all together. They haven't been healthy. They haven't had D you know, cat, personal, you know, COVID and in personal. You know, I'm not going to harp on cat. We all know what's going through. Yeah. So it's just like, they haven't really all put it together and they haven't been on the court together. So it was just like, and you're a young team. So I kind of get why right. that great. But if they get K, right. that, that could change a lot. That could change a lot, a lot of life. So I got three more. Well, I want to talk about draft, three prospects, yep. and then this will be it for you, Combo. I'll let you get out of here. So, so Jalen Suggs, game winner all around the <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. Do you think that, uh, do you think that, Pushes his draft stock stock up or not really? Or I always say I I think he's the third. I love Jalen Green. I love Jalen. I think he's the third best prospect in this draft. Yeah, like I, honestly, and I, a lot of people won't agree with me. I don't think P agree with me here. Um, I think I would take Green over Suggs because I just like his ceiling. Ceiling is higher. He can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right away, the first year or two, I think uh, Suggs will be better. I think he'll be ready right away. But you know. He is, I mean, I don't know how much higher he could go. I think Cade's number one, and then he's like – It also depends on team. 
Yeah, Mo, 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 I don't think he passed Mobley in consensus. You know, I think most teams will take Mobley before him, mm-hmm. um, depending on fit, maybe. But yeah, I don't. He, he didn't hurt it, but I don't know if he helped it. Like, I don't think he's going one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Suggs to me just looks like a. Uh, he not. I'm not comparing him to Dame, but I'm saying you remember how like Dame when Dame first came in. But just Dame, is a, Dame is a. No, shooter. no, no. I'm saying like when Dame first came in, just like Ray does that. He just reminds me of like. He, like he's like what nineteen, but he plays like he's like 20, yeah. 23. I think Suggs. I think Suggs is like he's more of a defensive-minded player. He's more yeah. of a he's more of a playmaker for others. You know, more of a facilitator. Dame is just a straight score. You know, yeah. so uh, well, I don't think I was trying to compare like again. I was saying like the re- the NBA readiness just come oh, in, okay. Come in. Yeah, no, he'll be ready. He'll be ready. Yeah. He's uh, you know, he showed he could fit. He could fit with other great players. Yeah. Uh, you know, and fit in a team system. So yeah. Okay, so my next prospect, I got Scotty Barnes. I, I like, like Scotty Barnes. I like Scotty a lot. Swiss Army knife, as everybody likes to call it. What do you think his? What do you think like his weaknesses are? Like, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't shoot. That's a weakness. I mean, we seen we seen what happens. What twenty nine percent from three or something like that? Like, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't shoot that often. You know, it's not like the it's not the Ben Simmons thing, but it's not far away either. You know, from that. So that's a that's a concern, but. He's so athletic, has such great feel, great handle for his size, really good passer, floor general, almost like a super Draymond. Mm-hmm. But um, it was funny on the live on the live with P. I don't know if you were there. Look at the last one. Yeah, he was looking. Oh, there, yeah, I was there, I was there, I was there. He was looking through the comparisons, and we were laughing about how somebody had magic as as an NBA. <laughs> Yo, that was funny, man. That dude must have like a one year in, like new fan. No way, it's no way. I think it was a serious publication that Pete was looking at, but uh, he didn't tell me which one. But that was pretty funny, man. We were laughing about that. That's crazy. But no, but Scotty Barnes, he's going to be good, man. He's f- floor general, like a big point forward, yeah. you know, like just really he's athletic. Hard. And hard trying to find a leader. Like in Monteverde, he was, um, you know, he was the leader of that team with Cade Cunningham. With him so. and Cade. Yeah. Oh yeah. is always st- – I remember that year they had like D'Lo, Anthony Blank. Blank I think mean, he went there, Blankley or whatever. Yeah. Ben and B, they had B. That, that team's always most definitely always stacked. So, yeah. And then my last uh, dude, well, you know, this, I think he's the best player in the draft. We think I, I'll think you never talk about this. We think K see like ceiling. Like, do you think K can be your like in ten years from now? Do you think K will keep can get looked at as the best player on the championship team? Yeah, I know that's hard, but to look I at think it, so. Yeah, I, I like when you look at his skill set, his size, his versatility. Uh, three-level score. He does so many things at a high level. I mean, I think definitely. And he even defends, you know. He defends at a really good level. The guy really doesn't have too many weaknesses. He plays with great poise. I know some people might say he's not a top-end athlete, but we've seen players in the league. Like Shea. Shea. Yeah, I mean, like Luca. I'm not saying he's going to be – I don't think he'll be as good as Luca. you know. But um, he's right there. Like, he, I think he could definitely be a franchise guy. Yeah. So – and another thing, I feel like like the way these players are built now, it's tr- it's so hard to try to find comparisons to like like these players are just so much different than they're my, mu- they're way more versatile, right? Yeah, so it was hard to think of, like in the nineties who would. That's a good point. A six, I think eight, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. T- I think I'm gonna tweet about that today. Plug me on that. Plug me. I don't got Twitter, but plug me for that one. Like 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 six most six eight maybe maybe you could say Scotty Barnes Pippen maybe I guess don't. I guess with the six eight four thing, but like most of it's like I don't have a comparison for Jalen. Like a lot of these players are very like they're hybrids like, of so many different positions. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know P said Malik Monk. I, was, I didn't 
see Malik. Monk. But that's not the first time I heard that, actually. Yeah, I, I, I can. I don't see. He's bigger. He's bigger, yeah. longer. Seems like a better athlete. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it, combo. I really appreciate you coming on. Plug all your stuff, your channel, or like you know where you can find you at all that. No, most definitely Combos Court Podcast. You can, uh, you know, find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Instagram, one, two, combo, O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. As you know, you know, we have a, me and P have a show mostly every Friday. Yeah. Friday Night Lights, it's really, it's really interesting. It's fun. We have a lot of fun. It's interactive. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. No problem. This was fun. And, you know, and shouts to, and shouts to P because, you know, if it wasn't yeah. for P, we'd probably never meet. So that is shouts true. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit P because light skin to me, but I'm going to have to hit him. <laughs> and get him on. P, he's, a good, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, good dude. Cool dude. Cool dude. But y'all remember to like, comment, subscribe, turn the notifications to notify of all the podcasts and peace. Later. <laughs>